So I had a very sad moment in my life that happened this weekend. Um, it's not necessarily like anything bad. It's not like whatever. It's just like a piece of my childhood is gone. Wait, what? My dad took down my trampoline this weekend. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm sad, dude. I grew up on that thing. I grew up jumping, flipping. Bro, I, 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 I know, I know because you can do hella flips and everything that you definitely spent hours on that thing. Hours. Hours. Like, well, probably days by the end of it, but like. Probably. Like, are you really going to hop on a trampoline right now? That that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would go to Sky Zone any day. All the, go to Sky Zone day. and try to dunk on like a 13 year old and tear your other fucking. <laughs> I go to Sky Zone. I do the warped wall. I do the trapeze thing. And oh, you definitely do the dodgeball. I'm nasty at the dodgeball, Carl. Yeah, I was about to say you definitely um, try to that, wipe. I'm that kid that like runs up, hits the wall like with their foot and pops up into the air and dodges one and also throws <laughs> and hits somebody in the head. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. Sky Zone is lit, especially like when it's older people there. So you're like, I was playing dodgeball once with a bunch of like twenty year olds. Well, yeah, when it's actually, like, grown people, when it's not, like, a bunch of 12-year-olds and you're literally just, like, bullying kids. Like, when you aren't bullying people, it's pretty fun. Yo, I played a game with a freestyle skier on the other side. What? The dude was, like, dodging stuff by, like, corking. He did, like, a cork seven to, like, dodge a ball. Damn. And I was just like, bro, what? Nah, but back to my backyard. So, like, we're, my dad wants to put in, like, a back deck and put a hot tub in <laughs> and, like, put some bushes up and, like, make some, pri- like, he wants to make my backyard, like, a full-blown vibe. That would be nice with the hot tub. Yeah. Full-blown vibe. Well, better than a trampoline. Debatable. It's not debatable. It's really not. I will sip my drink to that. (laughs) Not everyone can be fortunate enough to have a pool like you, Carl. Bro, I don't have air conditioning. Shut up. Welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing, Carl? Finger guns. I have to do it. I have to fucking do it. It's 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 law at this point. I, I don't know why, but I have it to do it. It almost sounds like you don't want to be doing I, it anymore. I, I don't. It, 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 it's an obsession. It's an on, addiction. Before, before we get into the show, just quick little sidebar. You ever watch Curtis Connor on YouTube? No. Who is that? So, Curtis... Curtis Connor is like a reaction type YouTuber and he used to basically say, hello, everybody. Welcome to the channel. And then just whatever. And then he would say, and to my subscribers, you get an extra greeting. Thank you so much for coming back. And then one day he just stopped doing it. 
So, like, really, if you wanted to, you could just stop nah. doing finger guns. Nah. Nah. Well, it, it's too early for me. He definitely did it for longer than I have. And he has, like, millions of subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have to keep it going. Like, nah, like, low-key, low-key, he forgot to do it for one video. Not, like, didn't do it on purpose. Like, forgot yeah. to do it. And people and, definitely just, and like, like, people ripped, his fans ripped him apart on Twitter. They were like, where was the extra greeting? Like, bro, that's, like, part of why we watch your videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are so weird. So anal over things like that. So I'll leave it to them. Yeah, Curtis is like a Cody and Noel type kind of. He's well, yeah. very, very funny. Highly recommend. But um, we're going to, we don't really talk you're about. You're just trying to avoid, like, literally what we're going to talk about. Like, is that why you just did that? No, it was more because you looked upset about the finger guns thing. And it just made me think of the time when he forgot his greeting and then stopped doing it. Oh, uh, no, I was just like, finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. I mean, I'm totally down to avoid footy for as long as possible after last weekend. Well, Real beat liverpool yeah i know carl so 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 well let's get to it um yeah so Real won. they won one nil um congratulations Benz, to real madrid 14th ucl title 14 yes. um benzema almost scored at half but I, it was ruled i'm off. confused about that one we talked about this yesterday like, it looked like Andy held him on side. I'm not necessarily sure where the offside was. So, I thought Andy oh, wait. Yeah, was no, behind sorry. Then, the keeper. Then we did talk about it, and it's because the offsides rule, a lot of people, myself included, up until recently. Yeah, I didn't know this until you elaborated. You're, you're, the thought is that the keeper is the one who determines if you're offsides or not. But that is not the case. If the keeper is pushed forward and there is a defender behind the keeper, the defender acts as the last man. And basically, the offsides rule doesn't mean that you're behind everybody except for the keeper. It means that you're behind 10 players on your attacking side of the field. Yes, so you can... So Andy technically was acting as a keeper. He was not so, acting as the keeper. He was acting as the true last man. Yeah, there, there. Yeah, yeah. And so that is why Benzema was offsides. But, like, and, honestly, like, I, I thought he was onsides, like, before, like, we talked about it. Yeah, I... I thought he was off, and then I thought he was on, and then I remembered that rule. Like, not that rule, but the actual wording of the offsides rule. So, yeah. it was a proper call. And we've actually, yeah. we talked about it earlier in the season. There was, forgot who it was. It might have been Hugo Lloris. It might have been somebody else who intentionally came out of net before a pass when there was a defender behind him to create an offsides opportunity when there wasn't going to be one. Yeah. Which if a goalkeeper does that, that is just smarts. Yeah. Mad, mad 200 smarts. IQ. 
Yeah. Also, so actually, four hundred IQ. Allison played like doo-doo. Um, yeah. Van Dyke did not play very well. Yeah. People say, like, use the fact that Vinicius scored while Trent was supposed to be marking him as Trent can't defend. The ball from Valverde was absolutely stunning. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, and the run, like. Oh, the run was amazing. Don't Vinicius get me wrong. wasn't there. And the ball got played, and he just came running in and one-timed it. Like, yeah, sure, it was maybe perfect. you'd like Trent to be there, but... That's like saying be- Allison should have been there. Be- exactly. Like, beautiful offense is beautiful offense. Like, I-, I don't think any keeper in the world is saving that in that situation. That ball yes. was perfect. The ball was perfect. The finish didn't need to be perfect because he had the, the, the whole goal the- to shoot at. Literally, like yeah, Allison, nah, he had the whole net. He had he, the whole net. He dove, but like he had to dive on the line, and it just was not even close. Like you, he, he could have like even trolled him and chipped him at that point. Like it, he could have done anything he wanted yep. in that situation. Yep. Like it was just that perfect of a pass. So, and perfect run to get at the end of it. The whole thing, I mean, it was a beautiful goal. Beautiful build-up, like, everything about it was yep. just amazing. And especially the play before when we thought that Benzema scored, that play was amazing as well. So those two were pretty much the two shots on target for Real. And um, besides that, Modric and Cruz bossed the Was it two shots midfield. on target? I thought it was just... There. They had two shots on target. But, oh, wait, it was called offside, so that one didn't even count. No, they had one shot on target. They had one shot on target, so it was the one that went in. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Bro, Liverpool very... had Liverpool had an expected goal. This is going to actually segue us yeah. into our next topic. So, Liverpool had an expected goals in this match of 2.19. Yeah. Um, Thibaut Courtois, at this very moment in time, and this is going to sound a little bit reactionary, but when I'm saying this moment in time, is the best goalkeeper in the world. I don't think that's an overreaction. The way he played in that final... The way he, like, Carl and I were texting about this and talking about it, and he was like, the pass from Valverde made yeah, the game. The fin- and then I'm uh, like, nah, dude, it, it was Courtois. It w- yeah. The dude made some saves. The save that he made on Mane in the beginning of the match, the oh, yeah. diving hand save off the post and out, like, the save he made on Moe's breakaway where... It hit his arm and he cut off the angle. The save he made where the ball came across and Mo was right there to finish it. And somehow he got his shin there. Yeah. Like it, it was the best goalkeeping performance I have seen at this level. Potentially since like Tim Howard uh, against Belgium in the world cup. I was going to say, like, I have seen, like, performances that are, like, like similar to this. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They but, in are what kind, but in what kind of game? 
because the game matters. The game matters. That's what I really want to emphasize in this situation because, like, I I can say Neuer. I can say this. I can say that. Like, I I am such a Neuer bias. I can say De Gea when he was, like, in his prime. I love De Gea, especially, like, like, despite me always roasting him, like, he's been such a solid rock for us, like, for so long at Man U. But, like, the way that Courtois played, no one should doubt that he is currently the best keeper in the world. It is very similar to the way that Donnarumma played in order to solidify himself as the best goalkeeper in the world last year. Uh, the way that Courtois played, or it, he just played it in the Euros. He didn't even win. He didn't even win the award. Well, yeah, no, I didn't say that. I said Donnarumma. I know. Yeah, Donnarumma didn't win the award. Oh, yeah, Mendy did, right? Mendy did, and Mendy was more deserving of it than Donnarumma. Yeah, Mendy was more deserving. What, what yeah. did Donnarumma win? Donnarumma was put in the World Eleven, even though he didn't win the award. That's what it was. Yeah. I, I was but like, okay. Back to Courtois, just because, like, it was so conflicting for me because I am a Liverpool supporter, obviously, through and through. But I'm a goalkeeper. So I'm sitting there watching and I'm like frustrated that Liverpool can't score. But the goalkeeper in me is like, if we're going to lose, at least I got to watch that. It was amazing. It it was a reactionary speaking is definitely something that like even professional pundits do and we're nowhere near that and it seemed like i've said it before in this like even 10 minutes ago and i'm saying it again this is not reactionary he was if you haven't watched the highlights if you missed the match whatever if you haven't seen courtois play throughout this season so Thibaut Courtois made 59 saves in the Champions League season. Yeah. Conceding 14 goals. Allison also conceded 14 goals. He made 14 saves. Yeah. Like, absolutely unbelievable. He was on a different level. If Courtois doesn't win the Yashin Award this year. That's a crime. It's a crime. He he! It was so unbelievably impressive and frustrating, uh, and of annoying. Of course, it's frustrating. Of course, it's frustrating. I loved watching Real Madrid beat you, and um, I, I keep on making this but a it's, joke it's, to Brian. It's hard, but, but oh, it's hard for like. What? I loved watching Courtois play like that. Yeah, obviously you have to. You have to love watching such an amazing performance. Especially because it's, it's my position. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it's the same thing for me in other sports, like, in basketball and also in football. Like, but, it, it like, in basketball. What do you mean in football? You're a Giants fan. It's depressing. No, I wasn't talking about in, like, football. I was talking about in footy. Oh. But, like, being in footy, like, it's depressing besides Bayern. I mean, you're a Man U fan. It's, dispre- it's depressing. 
it's depressing for the time that I've supported them. And they, they've been bum united. Like, yeah, you literally but, started supporting like bum city. Like, like we're right after Sir Alex left. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I've I've hated my before, time. Before we get into talking about what's next for Liverpool. I brought this up. This was actually going to be a topic on the show, but oh, yeah. I took it out of the topic list. No, nah, it's relevant. But it's, it's relevant, so we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Carlo Ancelotti has a case for being the best manager ever. I know there's this talk about, is it Pep, just because of the way his teams play? Is it Sir Alex because of his dominance in England? Yeah. But... Carlo Ancelotti now leads managers with UCL championships with four. Yeah. And he's the only manager to win the title in all five of the top five leagues. And And the the Sir Alex point about the dominance in England. Yeah. My rebuttal to that is... When a player stays at the same club for an extended period of time, people are like, well, you need to prove yourself elsewhere. You need to see how you would do it in another league. And they use that against them in how good they were throughout their career. We need to apply that to managers as well, because as impressive as it is that he won 13 Premier League titles, it's it's in a sense of... It's kind of like it was for Bayern in Germany to where they yeah, were so dude. good that everybody wanted to play for them. They could basically handpick whoever they wanted. And exactly. we never got to see Sir Alex in a different situation. No, it was always just the most ideal, but he made it that way. So yes. that's why he was in that yes. conversation more yes. so than like definitely, with definitely the entire Bayern it. run. And well, because Bayern also had different Byron was a bad example because they've had different coaches. It's just, they're just, it's like literally a one team league. But my, my case for Carlo just is. Yeah. I mean, the resume speaks for itself. He doesn't, he he doesn't have, he doesn't have the 13 premier league titles that Sir Alex has, but he's got a lot of trophies. From a lot of different leagues. That's the main thing. Sometimes it's not always relevant if it's just the Prem. Because at certain times, like Syria during the early 2000s was probably, I, I don't want to be like super blasphemous, but like the top team with AC Milan and everything, like that team could wipe a team in the Prem and you were able to see it. Yeah. Except for Liverpool and Istanbul in 2005. Of course. But, uh, (laughs) like, they were just a super dominant team, and they had such massive talent. And with Ancelotti there, they just were so dominant. I I just don't know how you can be like, okay, like, you have to be in the Prem. Like, that team would have smacked any team in the Prem, and you literally saw it. Like, it didn't matter. And it's very similar, like... You can give Pep, like, a a knock because, like, or you can't really knock Pep. But, like, 
No, the only reason he's not cap is for overthinking. Because really, right yeah. here, Real wouldn't have won the Champions League. I don't think if Pep hadn't made some boneheaded subs. You can't That's get true. defensive against Real Madrid, and he took off all of his attacking people to get After, defensive yeah. and try and maintain a lead. That's not how you beat Real Madrid. You can't take your foot off the gas against them. Exactly. Because Benzema will just be like, oh, I snuck him behind. <laughs> and then. Well, Junior. for that, in that case, it was Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. Rodrigo. But, it was Rodrigo and Kamavinga. Yeah, I know that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. All right. I, enough Kama about. Vinga, enough of, wait, wait, wait. Kamavinga's shot was actually hilarious. Like, if you saw it in, uh, in the final. No, I don't think I did. Bro, one of like four shots literally skies the shit like into like the upper stance. <laughs> like, Kamavinga? Was... Yeah. Hater skied a shot. I didn't see Kamavinga sky a shot. No, Kamavinga had one uh passed back to him like in like the end of the game when they were because I was able to catch like the end of the game. Yeah. Where um like it seemed like Real Madrid sort of had it like in their grasp after they scored um yeah but that shot was just such a meme he tried to pull a pogba that shit and it <laughs> went into the second stance i yeah, was just Kana like tried the same thing and he he fluffed it exactly but i'm like okay i want to move on because oh you're well, sad well, no but what what do you think is next for liverpool because that. all this talk about quadruple yes. this, quadruple that, we end the season with just a domestic double in trophies. Three finals, no goals scored because we won the Carabao and the FA Cup in penalties. Tons, yeah. So, like, really, what's next? Yeah. Also, um, the sad, the sad-ass news for me, including involving the what's next, is Mane's out. And it, it's sad. Like, I Sucks totally to understand where he's coming from. Sucks to suck. I mean, do I don't want to. Do you want me to skip a topic? Because yeah, I don't need to be such a dick because of the I other would, topic. In so, in terms of Liverpool, and I'll make this joke yeah, I'm going to make I, when we get to your topic. But I can understand you. You Liverpool, don't have to roast me. Liverpool needs to use the money from selling money yes. to buy a playmaking, attacking style midfielder. Yes. What if they buy back Coutinho? They won't. I know they won't, but that would be like the funniest meme possible. Or just like a box to box type midfielder that can get you goals. Doesn't need to be a cam. I think you are looking for more of a cam. I do too, but... I, I think with your current situation, you have two very defensive midfielders. Of course, like having a box-to-box in that situation be, would be lovely, but also having like a KDB-esque like box-to-box where he also like is just like a full cam as well, and it's just really nice. Like well, you, so that wouldn't course, be a KD- full ca- a full a full cam wouldn't be box to box. I mean a KDB type player because KDB comes back. He's also very good defensively. Yeah, but but KDB is a cam. 
Like he I is know. A, like w- without any doubt in anyone's mind, KDB is the cam. But like I know. he is just free roaming. Like you I know. need a free roaming capable type player. Yes. So of course Kevin De Bruyne is not in I got, that conversation. I got my like, eyes on like a Barella. A That's a good shout. Yeah. Um I mean Jude. How old's Olmo? Danny Olmo? Isn't he a striker? I'm pretty sure. But he's yeah. really I don't need Danny Olmo on my squad. I'm trying to think of that one. Um But like Nah, it's just Really, I just I think I think next season is gonna be a dogfight. Watch out, Man City. I don't know about that. No, I don't either. <laughs> I, I really by don't way, know about that. By the way, I messed up and we're not recording video. I thought we were, but I just yeah, need to so- point out that I am wearing a light blue shirt. But it is a Carolina Tar Heel shirt because yeah. they are my basketball team for college basketball in the U.S. And he's actually um, wearing a Man City shirt. Never in my life. Yeah, guys, he's lying to you. Like, although I, I they do have it. some fire kits. <laughs> I love the color, dude. I hate Bro, the squad, a, but I lo- I love the light blue. I'm gonna turn this off right now. What? this recording you just said that you like man said these kids out of my face i'd burn i'm a unc basketball fan so i like the color what's wrong with that (laughs) you can't say that they have nice kids you can't like they 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 just their third kit their third kit this year was absolutely ass though yeah, all true. of the all of the Puma third kits this year were so bad. <laughs> so Yo, bad. Wait, 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 wait. Was this the year with the crazy Spurs kit? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, back to Liverpool. Yeah. Um we just bought um Fabio Cavallo from Fulham. He's a 19-year-old midfielder who could be fantastic. Um we have Curtis Jones. We have Harvey Elliott. I think Harvey Elliott could be that Cam. I do too, but I like I I really do, especially because Klopp has deployed him as like a box to box midfielder, and he has played that role, and and he's young. He's more of a winger, but I think he could be converted. I don't yeah. know. I just I want a good yeah. replacement for Mane, but the replacement for Mane is not going to come in Mane's position because now that it's official that he wants to leave, I can confirm what I have been saying since January. Luis Diaz was Mane's replacement. Yeah, that's shit. End of story. 100%. No, Danny Almo is a fucking cam. Fuck you. He plays for RB Leipzig. That's what I thought. Like he's a great I know I, when I when I when I was watching International, I think um he was playing as a striker for Spain. Oh, you are completely right, but he plays central attack I don't, midfield. I don't watch a lot of Bundesliga, so I have no idea. Yeah, he's one of the best uh 
attacking midfielders in the Bundesliga period, and he's just a great talent. I think he would fit your system yeah. perfectly because he's one of those talents where it's like he's really attacking and capable like up front. You don't really need someone to get back in that situation because your wings get back really nicely. Like Alma would sort of like peak at the edge for you sort of nice like uh similar to the way that Firmino used to but with the way that Jota um let's say Sala and Diaz play they all get back so then you could have Almo pit like pick off and be able to create chances because he's that's fair he's very skillful so that's fair I just I think we both are kind of agreeing that Liverpool need to invest the money in the midfield. It, exactly. Um, I think I think the defense Isco. looks. I think the defense looks set. Uh, not Isco. I like it. He just moved on instantly. Yeah, I think the defense looks set. Um, yeah, I, agree. I mean, very very soon. I think. Well. I was going to say very, very soon we might have to start looking for a replacement for Van Dyke given the age thing, but he's really only like almost 30. And yeah, he still has I'm a thinking years. about in the back of my head the way Tiago Silva is playing and not that Van Dyke is that caliber player career wise, but peak wise, he's up there. I don't think he can sustain it all the way until 37 because that is just an incredible feat. Yeah, but we're nearing to look for a replacement for him. We need to start looking for Henderson. We need to start already looking for Thiago Alcantara because yeah. just because the age, um, age Fab- with injuries like they Fabinho's chilling. Um, Fabinho's amazing. Fabinho has been a so rock, good. very similar to he's Casemiro. So good. He's like so Casemiro good. has been a rocker like Real. Like the way that like Fabinho has been a rock for well, Casemiro has done it longer. But like, yeah, it's Fabinho the other way. It's the other way around. It's back. the other way around. Fabinho yeah. has been a rock. Kind of, yeah. 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 I I'm excited to see what Liverpool do. It's I'm still just losing a final and then finding out the next morning that. One Sign of my favorite Hamas players. Rodriguez. Awful signing. <laughs> I, I tried I to play a sound effect and it just like didn't play. <laughs> well, I I genuinely don't think that would be a great signing. Like I I just don't think he. Would I know. I literally play. tried to hit the nope. Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't play. So yeah, but um, I love him. He is one of my favorite players of all time, just because of what he's capable of doing in his prime, and even though how undervalued he was within that Real Madrid system loved watching him hit bangers here and there so um yeah Hamas wouldn't work for you guys Liverpool yeah, my mom tried to my mom tried to, to say she saw a again. stat that was like Luis Diaz was the first Colombian to play in the Champions League final and I was like wherever you saw that stat or read that stat that is not true Hamas Rodriguez has won it twice yeah I was about um, to say like what like like I'm pretty I sure don't... he played in one of them. What? I'm pretty sure he didn't play in one. I'm pretty sure he played in the other one. Oh, I don't know. Because, like I said, I... they didn't like really value him. Yeah, 
Also, when's the last time Juve was in the Champions League final? That's a good question. And also, speaking of that, like, because like it was relatively amazing. Like, he's not. No, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying in terms of the Colombian, because Quadrado. Yeah, Quadrado. Yeah, he went to the final. With Juve, right? Because they they lost to Real in what? Eight? No, that was when Liverpool lost. 17. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm going to look that up to double check real quick. Uh, what is that? I thought that was the weird year. What was the weird year? When was the Spurs final? 16, 17. Spurs was 18, 19. 18, 19. Okay. I wanted Ajax to win that. No, Quadrado did not play in that match. Or at least he wasn't. Oh no, Quadrado got subbed on. Okay. So yeah, yeah. he played he he's a Colombian who played in that too. I don't know where my mom saw that stat. That was dumb. But yeah, I was like, um well, we're gonna no. we're gonna digress away from um the Champions <laughs> League and the aftermath of that real quick because I'm sad. And we're gonna <laughs> move into the richest prize moneyed game in all of European football. A promotion to the prom. Yes. The uh the uh championship playoff final. Because so, when you get promoted from the championship to the prem, you get bread. Yes. Literally they ask you what kind you want and they serve it to you warm Pumpernickel. A, a fuck ton of it. Bro, Pumpernickel's they, not gi- my choice. It's just fun to say. Pumpernickel. They, they, they will give you any kind of bread you want and lots of it. <laughs> yeah. So the craziest part about this is, and how familiar are you with the championship? Um, I, I've known some of the teams like because I used to watch them, but no. So... When Nottingham Forest manager Steve Cooper took over yeah, in, I don't know when he got hired. I'll look that up real quick. But they were complete garbage, right? So he was, he was appointed on the 21st of September in 2021. Nottingham Forest were at the bottom of the championship table. Yeah, I remember seeing something like that. They and they just they won some crazy ass like percentage of like fourteen of twenty two games towards the end of the season. Pushed their way all the way up into the promotion playoff. Finishing the season in fourth. And they moved on. Nottingham Forest returns to the Premier League for the first time since 1999. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a minute. Like, I've never seen them in the Prem, so. Do you want to know what I can kind of, like, compare that to a little bit and I'm just going to do this to Carl because before we recorded this show, Carl said anytime we talk about the sport I'm about to bring up, he literally has no idea what's going on. 
So um, um, a couple of years ago, the St. Louis Blues were literally the worst team in the National Hockey League. So if you guys want to fast forward, in, um, I'll give you like the time. like In, in December. <laughs> and they won the Stanley Cup that year. So uh, crazy things can happen. But major congrats to Nottingham Forest because one storied club deserves to be in the Premier League. Two, your fans are absolute savages. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what they said to Arsenal during the FA Cup? When they were playing them and they eliminated them? I don't remember exactly what they said, but I remember They were that singing Champions of Europe, around. something you'll never be. Just said that to Spurs. Yeah, but it's funnier to Arsenal because Arsenal is Arsenal. Yeah. And Nottingham Forest have two European cups. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That was the main thing. Fucking and they smacked them. So just big, big props to Forest because yeah. any team that can climb from the bottom of the table. All the way up within a All season. All the way up to get promoted within a season is spectacular. Yeah. Like, spectacular. All right, and now for me to be sad, let's do this quick so that I don't fucking got to be sad too long. Lewandowski wants to leave Bayern. It's very sad news. He yes. says that the club is a joke. <laughs> Literally. Like that that's not verbatim what he said, but he said it is not a serious club. And yeah, he basically it, said like my time at Bayern is done. My story there is over. Um yes. it's not yeah, basically he was like, it's just not a club where I want to be right now. Um yeah. which I it sort of says a lot about the team. And I don't the way know that the club is currently being run. If I were a player, I don't know if I want to would want to play at Bayern, and it's kind of the same feeling as I don't know if I would want to play at PSG, because you could win your league, you could win your domestic cup, and your season could still be an absolute colossal failure. Yeah. Those two clubs are purely decided on did they lift the Champions League trophy? Exactly. It's on Bayern European because success. they have very little competition in the Bundesliga. Oh, don't. What? When's the last time Dortmund won? With Klopp? Yeah. Ten years ago. So uh, how many times have Bayern won since then? yeah yeah so it's fucking stupid yeah it's just i it's time for lewandowski to move on it just it yeah really I, is. I, like i i even though i'm a massive fan of the dude like lewandowski is one of my favorite players to watch being such an amazing target man being able to put the ball in the back of the net out will just being that dominant on the pitch it's just being amazing. able to score five goals in nine minutes Bro, like fuck up like literally this is my time <laughs> lewandowski <laughs> leaving is about me it sucks it sucks 
Um, but I, mean, I love it, man. I, I really a chance I still, that you could get one of my favorite players. I know, but like it's not the same. So like in the argument that Brian was making earlier, uh, Salah is the number one option on Liverpool. No matter what, um, Lewandowski is the number one option on Bayern Munich. Losing Lewandowski is a massive blow to that side. That is yes. losing your major target man. Of course, like you'll have to sort of do what City's doing right now. Like you don't really have a backup. Like as as much as I'd like to say, like Xerxes and like all these other players. Like I'm pretty sure we even sold Xerxes, so I'm pretty sure. I, or maybe he's on loan. I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, no, but put we, Musiala there. Musiala is not a striker. He's like a you central could put attacking Mu- midfielder. Musiala can play anywhere, dude. He can play Nagelsmann anywhere. deployed him of... at the six, and he was I killing. Know. I know he's amazing, but like he's so good. It, it's just we have what we want, but we're losing a lot. Like Sule left. Um. Mm-hmm. Lewandowski is interested mm-hmm. in leaving, like based on everything. It's just really apparent that the club is not going in a proper direction. And of course, I love seeing that Sane and Abri are still here and such, but I'm not trying to have everyone leave and Bayern Munich not to be the team that I can support <laughs> in Europe because, like, well, you don't, don't, you, you, for the last, like, for as long as we've been friends, you have used the fact that you also support Bayern to, like, quell your depression about yeah. Manchester United. And I'm hoping it doesn't, like, become a, oh, I'm just sad. Yeah. Like, that the sport sucks because that's, that's football for me. And that was uh, basketball for me. Until Dude, football is an American like, football. Yeah, American football. Well, I mean, you've been that's been awful for you forever. Except I won two chips. No, since then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Since the second chip for the last ten years, because yes, it was ten years it, ago. It's been ten years. Yeah. Um, the Giants the, have been the like Giants probably have been, the one of the worst teams in the NFL. No, I think they've been. I think they have been. I don't know about the, that because. The Texans exist. Um, the Texans were in an AFC championship game and or not an AFC championship game. They were in multiple division round games. The oh, Texans you're actually have had right. Because of multiple winning Watson. seasons. Yeah. yeah. I forgot Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like I'm interested in seeing him on the Browns, but let's, let's not talk about American football. Um, I'm really interested to see the transfer window more than anything. I think there's a lot of moves that are going to be made yep. this offseason. So that's a, a really good segue. Teams, a lot of teams need everything. So Lewandowski can literally go to a handful of teams. That ball is potentially looking to leave. That's Usman Dembele. Usman Dembele is leaving. Like, bro, so many players are leaving. You can just... Like it, it, it is going to be a fire sale for teams trying to yep. pick these players up. So I'm yep. really interested to see what's going to happen. Who's going to go where? Maybe Chelsea ball out and try to get Lewandowski. Maybe according like, to reports and Val posted this, and this is the most too. blowing up post on our Instagram to date. 
Um, currently at wait, hold up. I gotta I gotta pull it up just to get the proper number for Carl right here because it's mm-hmm. more than the last time I told you. Okay. Um, currently sitting at three hundred and forty-one likes on our Instagram page. Wow. It um, increased since we started talking. Yeah, it's gone up by like twenty-five. Um, <laughs> Chelsea are preparing a bid for Christopher and Kunku, which yeah. would be yeah a fantastic. I mean, I think he'd fit in really, really well in Stamford Bridge. I would not like to see it from my Liverpool fandom, but I think Nkunku just... can fit in anywhere right now, though. He's being the Bundesliga Player of the Year with how dominant he was on that side. He was so good this season. But so double just... digits in both assists and goals, and it was twenty yep. plus goals. It will yep. like San Sancho like went crazy. He had like seventeen and like twenty two, but like. Bro, when you have 22 goals, you are a, le- a legitimate, or like more than 20 goals, you are a legitimate goal threat. Yeah, league goals too, not all competitions. Yeah. So, so just a little about the transfer window. So next week on the show, um, we are going to have a, a f- I'm going to say friend because I've been talking and chatting with him for a while. Um. He's over the, the over the waters, right? Yes, he's he's across the pond. Um, his name is Ao. He's basically he's a football Ayo. scout. <laughs> he his his Instagram is Expert Football News. Go check him out. He's a really really cool guy. I'm really excited to have him on the show. He's gonna give us a little bit of insight on some like lesser known players who might be on the move in the transfer window, which I'm really excited about because we typically focus on the big names. Yes. I mean, so the big I'm, names are the biggest news and the biggest headlines, but it's going to be really, really, really cool next week to chat with AO and to basically like get more of a dive deep deeper. dive yeah, into what other talents are out there. Yeah, because I'm so, interested in seeing what young talents may be potentially on the move that I haven't heard of. I'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing like even older talents that would fit roles extremely well that Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't think of because there's some players on certain teams. Like, of course, like the Euros are showcases and Copa America and such for like these players, but these players still get signed. So how did they get signed? Scouting. So I'm interested to see what he Um, actually has for us. I'm very, very excited. He's a really cool guy. It's going to be a really cool episode. Um, also, just in the talk about guests, the Chelsea sale officially has gone through. So that Paul means will be on. Paul's going to come back on soon. I actually yes. texted him <laughs> the other day. Like I was out getting drinks with friends and um, I texted him. and was like, yo, Paul, I'm home. Let's go get a drink. You, me and Michael. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I love that, man. I some part of why I do this show is because of him. So I've said that before, but yes, sir. I think that's all we got. I'm I'm excited for the summer. I'm excited for all the different kind of topics we talk about. Not that I don't love breaking down games and talking about what's going on in leagues, but summers are just different the, in this sport. This, this off season, in terms of this summer transfer window, is going to be 
insane. I'm so I, excited. I am just ecstatic to see what moves are made and how different every team is going to look because I don't think any team is going to look the same. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, some might. Of, look of, of course, City will. Well, I mean, City is not going to look. I mean, City signed two elite young strikers. Who's the other one? Julian Alvarez. Oh, shit. Plays for River Plate. I think River yeah, Plate. Yeah, I know. He's the Argentinian lad. The Argentinian lad. Yes. Yeah, he's amazing. I, I just, yeah, he scored six goals in the Libertadores match. Or Libertadores match. Um, I'm interested in what City do. Like... Because I know they're thinking about moving on from, or at least Silva, like the past couple transfer windows has been interested in mm-hmm. like seeing his options. So yeah. I'm wondering if he also peeks out his options once again, because yeah. Mares and other players are like yep. really coming more mm-hmm. into their own on the side. Um, so there's a lot of moves that can be made within that city side. I'm interested Agreed. to see what they do. Um, Man U, of course, we can talk about them all day. Muck, Faguire. I, I, I don't even know why I said Muck, but he's disgusting. Harry Faguire. Yeah. I said I put an F in there, Faguire, because he's just, he's just. I love him on Man U, personally. I love it. If, I just, if he doesn't fantastic. leave the side, my hair will fall out by next It's year. not even that he has to leave because, like... Just bench him. Yeah, you need Pau Torres. Yes. We need to not, like, try to do, like... A, all right, personally, I don't think we need a massive signing. I think we need a bunch of, like, just, like, elite talents. And, of course, Pau Torres is, like... A massive signing because he's mm-hmm. bred and one of the starting like center backs for Spain, and he's an amazing talent and still so young and yep. left footed. But, but we could probably sign a little bit more. I the don't most know. The important what thing money. you need is time and patience. Yeah, but I think we need develop. I think we need to do a rebuild and then time and patience. Well, you need time and patience to go through the rebuild. Those go hand in hand. We haven't hit the rebuild yet. Signing Ten Hag is hitting the rebuild. You're about to start the rebuild. Yeah, I know. And I'm really hoping that he's able to do something because he's bringing like some. Hopefully he's bringing. Well, for you, hopefully he's bringing some Dutch talent. But I, Carl and I could ramble about this forever. I literally have. We're going to have multiple conversations throughout the summer about transfer windows, about our clubs, what we think they're doing, this and that, and this and that. I'm but hoping Liverpool don't get too good. That That's kind of all we got for um for this week. Uh, the only other thing is I'm going to have to wear a dumbass hat. Uh, I think we're going to do that for the premiere of next season because yes, sir. that just makes sense. And yeah, I may have to have it made, so... Yeah, but I don't know. We got a guest next week. We're going to have some different kind of topics of conversations at the summer. I'm really excited for it. So, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. 
everything. Peace out. Yeah. Adios. Have a good one. Yeah.